Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS. Sitting here in a Seattle Seahawks sweatshirt in the middle of August while it's eighty something degrees but in an air-conditioned room. As the same applies, I don't fucking care. Welcome, everyone, to the Department of BS. Coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, it's time to BS. Episode 151, I am Sandra Smooth, and as usual, let's get started. So, I've been wanting to talk about some stuff that's not entirely sports-related, but it's some shit about life. And life as a whole. Don't worry, I got some sports stuff to talk about. Because my life consistently revolves around sports, bullshit, more bullshit, the gym, and fuck knows what. Okay, 50-50 split on the gym, but I can't lie about that. Um, I've seen a lot of people voicing their opinions about things, and that's great. 
But I also noticed people arguing harshly and, and even violently sometimes about their personal opinions. Whether it be about genders, politics, climate change, vaccines, health and fitness as well. Who the fuck cares? People get hostile all because they want to express themselves. And it's good that you want to express yourself. It's just we need to learn to once again get along with one another. If you don't like what someone has to say, then either speak up about it, be but be friendly about it, you know? Or just shut the hell up. Because, quite honestly, who cares? I saw this post on Instagram today, and it mentioned how a girl was getting motivated in the gym by seeing the woman her boyfriend follows on Instagram. First off, ladies, with all due respect... You probably follow a lot of men on Instagram, one of them being Harry Styles, possibly. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't make it right for us men either. That's fine. The point is to be loyal to a significant other, after all. Be happy with them, no matter their flaws. Support them with every step of the way. Because you and your significant other deserve that, fuck damn it. What I want to do in this episode is to mostly speak of what's on my mind, uh, with also complaining, being rage-inducing, and fuck knows what. Um, I've got a lot on my mind in terms of sports, but I've also got a lot on my mind to speak about uh, some shit that's been going on recently, and I'm prepared to speak about it. However, one thing has become brutally fucking obvious, and I jeez. Oh, I, I can't wrap my head around why this is such a gigantic fucking deal. Um, here we go. We live in a world where the straight, blue-collar, and hard-working man is going extinct and being replaced by fucking Candyland and the entire population of San Francisco. Not like there's anything wrong with that, which there isn't. If you want to be something, whether it be gay, bi, straight, pan-frying pan, pan, I don't give a crap. Um, just don't shove it in my face. And, that, and that's my rule with everything. Religion, life, genders, sexuality, whatever. Politics, that, don't care. Um, so Andrew Tate... Uh, if you know that name, then you probably know where I'm going with this. Andrew Tate gets banned off all social media, apparently for speaking his mind about women and being the, a bright side for men. Now, as you probably know, masculinity in men is being attacked, uh, being being viewed as toxic. Just, as I said earlier... The hardworking straight man is being attacked and going extinct. Sooner or later, we won't see people... Like, we won't see men serving in the military. We'll see men working at Starbucks all day. It's, it's fucking bullshit. Um, it's... So, us as men can't have an inspiration... Like Andrew Tate, someone who doesn't give a singular fucking crap, while women have the fucking Kardashians, who are actual pieces of shit, along with Cardi B, who is another piece of shit. Someone who rambles on fucking random men while doing drugs, being shit-faced drunk, while also not being any at all beneficial to the growth of young women in society everywhere. 
Same goes with the Kardashians, who are fake from head to toe, covered in plastic surgery, makeup, and God knows what. Now, if you decide you want to wear makeup, I don't give a crap. You look great with or without makeup. That's just me personally. Andrew Tate's main message is to stop people from being a lazy sack of shit and actually work for your money and pride and life without begging for it like an entitled dip fuck. This whole thing is making me really fucking pissed off because this is a gigantic waste of time and energy. So apparently banning Andrew Tate because he makes you feel bad is far more important than actually going out and actually doing something about your lazy ass. Go to the fucking gym. Lose some weight. Go to therapy. Treat your depression. Eat better. Do better at your job or in school. Talk to people without drinking or smoking or drugs or some shit. If you want to live your life without fear, the only way to face your fear is to actually do something that makes you afraid. Like, this isn't difficult. You're just making it difficult because you're scared to be out of your comfort zone. Well, I'm sorry, but the pillows and milkshakes aren't going to be around forever, so buckle up, Teddy! Like, if you feel bad about your poor health, good! You should feel like shit. That's the point. To get your ass in gear and actually do something about it. It's... I can tell this story a thousand times. But... I was in the hospital for, you know, I was in the hospital for a suit for those close to me would know this story, but I was 330 plus pounds at my heaviest. 330 plus pounds. I was physically and mentally dying. I wanted to do something about it because I did not want to feel this way anymore. So... Sometime after I got out of the hospital, I went to the gym. Got a gym, got a gym membership, got a trainer, got my ass in gear, and he's still a great friend to this day. It's been almost three years, and I'm down 85 pounds since January of 2020, but progress is progress in the end. Like, if you want to quit smoking or drinking, then throw out the damn alcohol and cigarettes and go do something about it. Stop waiting for it to fall out of the sky and hit you in the face. We don't talk a lot about health in general and how it's fucking important it is. It's... Plus, don't forget, as Americans, our very bad eating habits, a la McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, Bad, no exercise habits and all that. What has happened to us? We are sitting here celebrating poor health. We're celebrating poor health. It's like, like unhealthy is beautiful. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's terrible for you. Sure, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but at the same point, if you want to do something about your poor health, fucking go do something about it. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some people who actually, for some godforsaken reason, look better with some fat in their hips or on their gut or on their face or whatever. Hips... Hips don't lie. Um, 
like Burt Kreischer or Shakira or some shit. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but that's a personal that's a personal pr- preference of mine. But this is also important. People don't realize that your health habits not only affect you physically, but more importantly, mentally. Now, I am not the model for perfect health, but I can confirm, as said earlier, that it's really, 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 really fucking hard to be consistent when it comes to eating healthy or exercising in general. Now, 85 pounds in almost three years is a fucking lot of weight. Uh, I initially lost 70 pounds in a year, but... You know, I've seesaw when it comes to my weight, but, eh, as I said before, progress is progress. This all comes back to my previous point of, if you want something so bad, you've got to go work for it. It's not just going to happen. So, go do something about it. Get up. Go to the gym. Go for a walk. Go do something about it. Go cook you a healthy salad or chicken salad or fucking something. Cook some fish. You know, get some meat in your diet. Do something about it. Alright, that's enough ranting for me, but at the same point, we got tons to get to. We got the AFC North to preview along with the NFC West. I got World Series prediction to get to with MLB playoffs coming into fold here. Uh... We'll be doing a whole ass hockey preview sometime in the future. Um, some Islanders hockey talk. Kevin Durant, but actually, no. Fuck Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. This whole thing's a waste of time. So why not and talk about some Islanders hockey? Um, they made some moves. Not a lot, but it comes to keeping their own guys. Noah Dobson, Kiefer Bellows in particular, signed... There are RFA contracts. Dobson, a three-year deal, $4 million per year. Um, Kiefer Bell is a one-year deal at three-quarters of a million dollars. Alex Romanov is the newcomer. Uh, they acquired him for their first-round pick from the Montreal Canadiens. He's a good, young, puck-moving defenseman. Sort of like what Nick Letty was for a number, number of years. But... I am personally excited. Uh, coaching change aside from Barry Trotz to Lane Lambert, I still don't fucking know why they did that. Probably because they want to get the young kids scoring. Like the Church of Wallstrom. Oliver Wallstrom, Kiefer Bellows, Matt Barzell. I could keep going. And then they got two new kids coming up in William Delfour and Atu Ratu coming up. The two best prospects that they have. Ratu might end up being the top prospect in the entire National Hockey League. He's that fucking good. Um, I would love to see this team making the playoffs. With the Rangers making the Eastern Conference Final last year, it's gotten increasingly more difficult in the Metropolitan Division. Doesn't mean they can't make it as a wildcard team, but we shall see. Um... So, let's continue on with previewing the AFC North. Um, I am very excited about this. 
Actually, you know what? Let's get the rage out of the way. Let's do the NFC West. So, I'll start things off with the Rams, the reigning defending, the reigning defending Super Bowl champion Rams. It's still weird to say. Because when I think of the Rams of growing up, I thought of Jeff Fisher and shit. I was like, ah, fuck you. You did yourself, St. Louis and Los Angeles. St. Louis. I mean, Sean McVay might end up being the best coach in the league, but what do I know? Good for them. Good for them. Seriously, they've been through a lot. Good for them. They deserve it. The Rams deserve it. The fan base deserves it. Jack, if you're listening, you deserve it, man. Good for you. Um, Los Angeles has made some interesting moves, to say the least. Um, Exiting the core are Von Miller... Robert Woods, and as of right now, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, not also Andrew Whitworth has announced his retirement, so there's that. Listen, 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 listen. Y'all may be brutally honest here. I think the Rams will be fine. They will be fine. It's just... Also, coming into the fold are Bobby Wagner. I miss you, buddy. And uh, Troy Hill making his second tour of duty with the Rams. Um, also, Darius Williams is gone. He's in Jacksonville. Listen, the Rams will be fine. They're winning this division... I don't see them missing. I don't see them losing this division unless, for some godforsaken reason, a hidden team in the NFC West decides, "Hey, we're going to win 14 games and win this division." Watch it be the Seahawks. That'd be hilarious. Um, but if I'm being serious here, 12 and five NFC West champion, obviously make the playoffs. Uh, and they will have a chance to defend their title. Uh, might even repeat. I don't think so, though. It'd be cool, though, if they were to repeat. But let's move on to the San Francisco 49ers, who had a very frustrating offseason, to put it kindly, uh, with Debo Samuel who basically held out for a good period of time. Didn't really help that he held out, but at the same time, it's... They re-signed him. It's just... I don't see how... Jesus, I'm looking on the, the 49ers depth chart. They have Jimmy Garoppolo as the fourth string quarterback. Eh, that's funny. Um, but Trey Lance is the starter. It's going to be Trey's team. I don't. It, it, there's no considerable way how he's not the starter. Listen, they have... They got a good-looking team. If Kyle Shanahan does this right, Trey Lance is going to run that offense like Robert Griffin III did Washington. With, ironically, Kyle Shanahan as his offensive coordinator. 
ironically speaking. Um, but I am fascinated to see what the Niners are going to do because I would like for them to be good. I would like for them to be very good, but just something tells me it's not going to be as good of a team as they were last year. If I'm going to be honest here, I'll, I'll go over the rest of the NFC West rankings later on, but I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. All right, next up, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, with DeAndre Hopkins out for six games, PEDs, uh, they got better. They got a little better. Um, on the offensive line in particular, they really did. I mean, really good for them. Uh, when did they trade for Cody Ford? Good for them. Uh, listen, they signed Kyler Murray. My thoughts on that contract remain the same. I think it's a gigantic risk. and might end up being a waste. Uh, defensively, they look really good. J.J. Uh, Watt, Rashad Lawrence, Zach Allen... Devon Kennard, Isaiah Simmons, Zavin Collins, Marcus Golden, Byron Murphy, Antonio Hamilton, Marco Wilson, Buda Baker, and Jalen Thompson. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think they make the playoffs, but we're talking barely. Like, barely make it. Listen, the, the, they have the benefit of the NFC being a complete and total dumpster fire this year. The NFC is a complete and total dumpster fire. Well, this year at least. It's the Packers, the, the Bucks, the Rams, and who else? That's it. That's literally it. But... Let's continue on with the talk of the NFC West. God help us all. The Seattle Seahawks. Why do I continue to love this team the way I do? It's like... Okay. My honest-to-God thoughts in this whole team remain the same. They could either be one of the worst teams in the league this year, or they could be surprising. Offensively, they're going to run the football like effing crazy. They are. They're going to run the football like absolutely crazy. And particularly with their four core running backs of DJ Dallas, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Walker, and Travis Homer. Quarterback is the big question. Now, I agree with Lewis Riddick on this. If the Seahawks are going to do anything, they need to they need to solve their quarterback problem. And fast. Um, I think defensively they'll be a little better. Not by that much, but I think they'll be a little better. 
Um, I also think from a secondary, from a pass rush perspective, they'll be better than where they were. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I really don't know. Um, but I'll I'll let's do the let's do the rankings. Rams at one, Cardinals two, Seahawks three, 49ers four. That's my final predictions. Um, and playoffs will be at the end of the previews uh, in a, probably in a couple weeks. So. I'll move on to the AFC North preview after I do say this. The World Series will be the Astros and the New York Mets. I have full-blown confidence. Um, I don't think the Yankees make the World Series on this by some godforsaken miracle they do. Uh, the Mariners can make things interesting. The Twins are there. The, 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 the Cleveland Guardians. I still call them the Cleveland Indians. I don't care. Uh, the Astros are obviously there. The, the Blue Jays are coming. But the AL playoffs are going to be fascinating. The Mets might have this. They they probably got this. All right. Let's close this off with the AFC North preview. And we start things off with my dad's Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, uh, uh, I don't know, guys. Like, good God, their offensive line looks terrible. Good God, it looks so bad. I, I don't even know what to think here. I will say this, though. Kenny Pickett's their quarterback. I don't see how in the world he's not going to be their quarterback. Um, I'd be very surprised if he's not the starting quarterback by week one. Defensively, they look better. Defensively, they look a lot better. Um, Levi, getting Levi Walls from Buffalo helps. Uh, Larry Ongunjobi from Cincinnati certainly helps too. Miles Jack also from the Jaguars certainly helps. Defensively, they're gonna be better. Offensively, definitely not. But if they also did have. Um, the Fossil and Ben Roethlisberger last year, so I digress. Uh, I don't think they're making the playoffs, but I, do, I definitely don't think they're having a losing record. Uh, Cleveland. 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 Good God, Browns, what are you doing? Why do you do this to yourselves? Why do you do this to yourselves constantly? They don't have a great receiving core. Deshaun Watts is suspended for 11 games. Um, defensively, they, they look good. Offensively, they look really good. It's just something doesn't feel, meh, doesn't feel right. Then again, I don't know. Uh, I don't think they made the playoffs. I think they miss it by four games. As in six and eleven. Screw you, Cleveland. I'm sorry. You did this to yourself. Baltimore, the Ravens. Oh boy. Um. 
I really don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, if I'm being honest here, I will say that Baltimore, at least they have a plan. Eh, probably. I, I don't know. I mean, something looks good. Something looks really good. I mean, I don't know why they drafted Kyle Hamilton when Marcus Williams is clearing their free safety. Maybe because he was the best player available like the Ravens tend to do. It's a strange thing going on. Kyle Fuller's there. How about that? Look at that shit. That's good. All right. Maybe they might do something. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know these things. Um, let's go on with the AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to be really good. Um, they're going to be fantastic. Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins. Three new stars in the offensive line. That's awesome. Um, the only problem is they, they need to really fix that defense and quick, but they, they look menacing. Um, if everything goes right, the Bengals could easily win this division and they might end up going back to the AFC Championship game, maybe as far as the Super Bowl. We shall see, though. But they 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 look they look very promising, guys. They look very promising. Um, Cincinnati wins this division, 12-5 record. Um, followed by the Baltimore Ravens, the Cle- the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Cleveland Browns. So that's the rankings of the AFC North. Um, and with that b- being further ado, that'll do it for us here on Time to BS, episode 151. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks to our friends at Lottery Watches and U Stadium for supporting this podcast. I am Stanley Smooth. I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out, guys.